Welcome back, brothers, to another episode of Porn in the Gospel. I am your host, Spencer Sutton, and I wanted to do something a little bit different today. Uh, it is January the 3rd. I recorded a podcast on the 31st, on the 2nd, and today is the 3rd. And so I think I'm going to come to you a little bit more frequently only because uh, I'm going to abbreviate some things and, um, and, and just try to give you smaller shorter podcasts uh, interspersed between some maybe some of the longer ones and I'm also going to start this year really laying out the foundation for for every man of God who wants to be free from porn and masturbation um, I'm going to just start laying out hey here are the here are the five steps that that I walked through here are the things that you can do the five steps that I went through that you can also do. So I'm going to start laying that out through this podcast in 2022. And at the same time, just giving you reflections on my time uh, in the word, my personal time in the word in the mornings. And so that's what this is going to be this morning, the shorter podcast, just based on first Thessalonians two 13. So just chapter two, verse 13, and let's dive in. And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as it, as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you believers. Just, just one verse, and I want you to notice several different things here. First of all, Paul is thanking God constantly. So we already looked at previously his prayer life was just, it's constant. It's always praising God, always thanking God for what's going on in the lives of other believers. And so here he does the same thing. And then he says, you received the word of God. So Paul's encouraged by this church for one very, very good reason. And that is that they received the word of God as what it really is, the word of God. That's what he says. He says, not as the word of men, like Paul brought the word of God to them. So he spoke the word of God to them. He opened up scriptures and explained to them the old Testament and then told them about the new Testament, about the life of Christ. And, and they received that as what it truly is, not just words coming from his mouth, but the word of God. And then he saw evidence that the word was truly at work in their lives. That's what he says. The last little section here, he says, which is at work in you believers. And so the notes that I wrote down mainly to myself, <laughs> but also to you, I just wrote this headline. I said, this life is not complicated. This Christian life is not complicated. We complicate it, but it is not complicated. Number one, what I get from this one small passage is hear, read, and study the word of God. They received the word of God. They accepted the word of God. And it had power to work itself out in and through them. And so in order to do that, we must receive the word of God. We must accept it as what it is, which is the word of God. So we hear it, we read it, 
we study it. So the way I like to look at this is hearing is when you uh, join together with your local church and you're, uh, you put yourself under the leadership and the authority of um, a body of believers, of, of leaders in your church, of elders, of pastors who are preaching the word of God. So you hear it, but then you also read the word of God for yourself. You read the word of God for yourself. And then you know, not only hearing and reading, but study the word of God, study the word of God. So foundational to our life must be constant and relentless exposure to the word of God. We must receive it just like the church here. We must receive it day after day after day. So that's number one is hear, read, and say the word of God. Number two is accept it as what it really is, God's word. Like we cannot pick and choose what we accept, but instead we, we, we bow down before its authority. Listen to what Isaiah says, what God says through Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What is the house that you would build for me? And what is the place of my rest? All these things my hands, my hand has made, and so all these things came to be, declares the Lord, but this is the one to whom I will look, he who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. Like, if we're truly humble and contrite before the word of God, we will accept it for what it is. So accept it for what it is. First, hear, read, and study. Next, accept it for what it really is. And third, allow God's word to do its work in and through us. Like, so what does this look like? Because he, he told them, he, he said, you know, you received the word of God, you accepted the word of God, and then I can tell that it is at work within you believers. So what does this look like? I, like, this is... This is what I believe as I'm thinking about this. Like, I don't try to soften the word or change it to fit my circumstances or my desires. I don't tamper with it. I look at it and I ask the spirit to use it. Like use your word in my life, Lord. Like, I need it. Like I know my sinful tendencies. And so what I want to do is I want to ask the spirit of God to use the word of God, like a hammer and a chisel against my hard heart. Because the minute that I step away from the word, the minute that I say, you know what? I don't need to read it today. I don't need the word of God today. Yeah. I already know the word of God. Then what happens is my heart begins to harden by the deceitfulness of sin in my life. And so I need the spirit to take the word and wear me out for the word of God is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of soul and spirit of joints and marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart no creature is hidden from his sight but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account like I desperately need God's word as a sword to pierce my soul and open every hidden motive of pride and rebellion in my life. Just because I don't struggle with pornography and masturbation 
does not mean that I don't have hidden motives of pride and rebellion. 100% I do. I desperately need his word to discern my deceitful intentions and drag them out into the light of his purifying gaze. This is, this is done by the word when we are open and honest before God's word and allow the Holy Spirit to do his work in us. And so I prayed this morning, God, expose me in gentleness. Like, don't be harsh with me. Just expose me in gentleness. You're my perfect father. In love, deal with me directly like a father will, like a good father will. Deal, deal with me directly, but in love. Like, give me more joy in you than in anything else in this world. So I'm going to end with this. Psalm 19, 7 through 14, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and drippings from the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, and keeping them there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgressions. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And that is my prayer for you, brother, who's listening to this. Like, I need my soul revived. I need to be made wise. I need my heart to rejoice. I need my eyes to be enlightened. Like, the Lord's word and the fear of the Lord endures forever. He is true and righteous. Like, I need this word. I need his word. I need his spirit. I need his guidance and leading and power more than I need gold, more than I need possessions, more than I need to watch football, to make money, to do anything. I need God's word. And so do you. So for 2022, how are we, how are you exposing yourself on a daily basis to God's word? How are you hearing? How are you reading? How are you studying? Are you accepting God's word for what it truly is? And will you allow, will you pray what I believe are very dangerous prayers, but they're, they're good prayers, like dangerous because we're praying for God to do things in our lives that we wouldn't normally pray for. Like God, whatever it takes purify me this year, purify my heart. Lord, 
Like, I want to ask you, have you prayed, God, whatever it takes, will you remove pornography from my life? Whatever has to happen in my life, whatever needs to come to completely be done with pornography and masturbation, Lord, do that. I don't care what it, what it costs. Like, are you praying those types of prayers? Giving it all up to him. I'm going to encourage you, do that today. Trust him. He is your good father. You may have not had a great father growing up. I don't know. You may not have had the most loving father growing up, but I can promise you, according to God's word, which we have to believe, which we have to trust, he is our good and perfect father. And he's given us a good and perfect and living word. And he's given us himself in the Holy Spirit and his son. So he can be trusted. He can be trusted. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. And I'll be back uh, pretty soon with another episode. And uh, shoot me an email if you need anything from me, if I can help you ever uh, in your struggle for sexual purity in your life, you can email me at spencer at naturalpornkiller.com. Would love to hear from you. I'll be back with another episode.